What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Scoop and Score podcast. This is your host, Jacob Herbert, and we are recording March 31st. Um, so, I mean, once this gets to you, happy April! Merry April. Woo! Woo! Uh, to join me, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. A uh, couple moves in the NBA, March Madness getting down to the Final Four, uh, and then off. Uh, last episode we did offensive free agency pickups. Well, we're doing defensive. And yes, we've had a popular uh, demand. Got a couple emails, couple of messages on Twitter. No, we will not do a special t- teams uh, free agency pickup. I know, very disappointing, everyone. Uh, but to join me in this episode. I've got Jack Wilson here, right in front of me. How's it going, Jack? It's going good. How are you doing? Good. I haven't had you uh, here for a while. It's good to be back. It's a lot better to do it, you know, face-to-face. Yeah. Phone's overrated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> got its upsides, but... Uh, I'll see him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean, do you have anything to get to? Uh, anything you want to address before we get to uh, sports news here? No, I'm excited to do it. All right, let's get to it. Uh, first off, we'll start with NBA. Uh, more craziness. More craziness. Uh, we had a couple trades at the deadline. Uh, now with some buyouts, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge headed to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, another free agency pickup for an already super stud team. Uh, they've got Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris. I mean, what the fuck, dude? A lot of star power. A lot of star power. And LaMarcus Aldridge already came out and was like, not coming here to be a... Uh, all all star, uh, all NBA players, and well, no shit, you're not just going going to. for a ring. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then also Andre Drummond uh, got a buyout from the Cavs. He's headed to the Lakers. I mean, that's a big need for a team that's already missing uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I thought it was a weird choice for Andre Drummond with how hurt the Lakers have been this season. Yeah, but always downside. Like looking looking down the the road at the end of the season, you know they're going to make it somewhere and. Yeah. They get a power rebounder with that kind of uh, base, so True. it's going to work out well for him, you know. Yeah, um, and then also uh, just today, I think DeMarcus Cousins is signing a 10-day contract with the Clippers. So really, these stud teams are getting better and just putting more distance between like 7th or 8th seeds that probably are going to get swept first round. Yeah, everybody it- wants to chase a ring. True. I mean, is this kind of ruining the NBA, though? I mean, in a way, you could say yeah, but at the same time, it's also, I mean, how fun is it to see all of these guys on the like some of the best players in the world compete together against mm-hmm. the other best players in the world? I mean, it makes for some really entertaining games, but then it also ruins a lot of other games. Yeah. I mean, obviously, last finals, we had the Lakers, who, not a super team, but two really two of the best uh, in the league right now, versus a Heat team that was, I mean, they were basically a Cinderella story if, if there is one in yeah. NBA. Uh, but, I mean, just thinking about this year's finals, if it is Lakers versus Nets, that's just going to be wild. That's fun. That's going to be wild. And then uh, uh, it could be like Nets versus uh, the Celtics or the Bucks in conference finals, and then Lakers versus Clippers. Obviously, uh, Jazz and Sun uh, are pretty good this year, too, so... I mean, did you mention the Nuggets? I did not. Mm. Okay, you we'll by, see. <laughs> you hurt by that? <laughs> kind of, but um, I'll let them prove it. <laughs> um, other uh, basketball news. Let's uh, go over to March Madness. Um, 
Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago, or Roberts, Syracuse. Uh, last time we talked, they were still in it. Their dreams come up short of a Final Four appearance. But, hey, we've got Houston versus Baylor and UCLA versus uh, Gonzaga. You watch that UCLA versus Michigan game? I was not able to watch any of the games. Oh, no. My app ran out of its free preview, and I couldn't find a stream anywhere, so... <laughs> you hate to see it. I just had to keep checking scores and stuff. I thought, uh, one, uh, congrats UCLA, like the sixth double-digit uh, seed to ever make the Final Four. I yeah. mean, pretty impressive. Uh, kind of surprising, too. Yeah, but game. Uh, I, I found it surprising that, like, two number one seeds and then a number two seed... Uh, actually made it to the Final Four with how much craziness there was in this like uh, tournament that it's still basically like they expect top seeding. teams. Yeah, obviously like Illinois is not there, Michigan or something, but still pretty. I mean, the madness has to run out a little bit, and yeah. that magic for those teams kind of had to dwindle a little bit. But I mean, it was still awesome to see that many teams make a run. Yeah. Like that in one year. Yeah, Roberts was close. Lola Chicago played well. Oregon State. I didn't even know about Oregon State. <laughs> they ruined a lot of parlays for me in March. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, they got past. I can't even remember who they played first round. Tennessee? They're like, oh. They were either Tennessee or Purdue. Who played Purdue? Who beat Purdue? Uh, North Texas. That was my, yeah, so it would have been Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, all right, they beat Tennessee. Maybe not all that good. They're at SEC school, whatever. Pac-12's a little bit better. And then I kept betting against them, and god damn it. And they were like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, until the game I don't bet on them, and then... And they were like, okay, he didn't. Let's, let's bail. <laughs> let's get out of here. Uh, but, yeah, what do you think about the March Madness? Um, and out of these four teams, who do you think is going to win it? Is Zaga going to stay undefeated? I think they are, and... I'm just really excited to watch them, too, because I haven't gotten to see them play yet, like, this year at all. And I didn't get to see them last year, obviously. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's still, like, one of those teams that, you know, it's kind of weird to get excited for them, and they're kind of an annoying team that you don't really want to see do well. But, like, at this point, going for a perfect season, and they actually are going to have to play, you know, at least least one team that's going to hopefully put up a fight. Yeah. Because they've been a bit lights out. Yeah. Uh, who did they play this last game? US- USC? Yeah. Yeah. And USC almost got beat by Drake, so by that, I mean, who knows what Drake could have done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, do you see any, uh, like, prospects? Uh, I still don't know. Uh, I haven't been, like, paying attention to, like, uh, mock drafts or anything like that. Um, do you know any prospects that you think, like, draft stock is rising? That are in the teams left? or uh, Just in general from this tournament. I know uh, Mobley from USC is already like a pretty high pick, but I feel like with him taking USC as far as he could, then I don't know, considerably a number one pick. He's pretty good. Possibly. Possibly. I'm not really sure. I don't really. I'm not too in on the on like specific people mm-hmm. as much as just watching the team in general because it's hard to keep up with that many players. I feel like. Yeah. But I mean, there's got to be at least some with how crazy this was and how much we know March Madness does influence because it's finally on a big stage. Everybody's watching them. Mm-hmm. You get to see who's can, who can perform against any kind of team. Uh, well, we have a lot of uh, Iowa fans that listen. What do you think about uh, Luca Garza? I feel like he probably definitely helped. You know, before 
before the March Madness, I really had him pinned as like maybe you know a late second rounder, even though he was mm-hmm. he's been uh, finalist for this his second year as a finalist. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I mean, even though he still lacks a lot of like the stuff that you kind of want for like athleticism, yeah, at the level, but like he kind of showed how he could get up and down the court and still dominate. Yeah. Just needs a lot more help, and I feel like you know if he can go to the NBA and get some good shooters around him consistently. Because I was struggling in that game, but yeah, I feel like he, I feel like he might have bumped up into a first round, but yeah, we'll I feel see. he kind of reminds me of uh, George Nang. Obviously, he's a better college basketball player than uh, Nang was. Um, yeah, kind of a, that different play style. Not very athletic, unique. but so versatile. Yeah, and um, and the college game is like the X factor to whether your team wins or lose. Yeah. I, yeah, that's what he was. And I mean, he's still both of them probably going to go in the second round. Or, I mean, Yang did, and then... Yeah, and yeah. he probably will, too. Hopefully, I mean, I really hope that he can, you know, go to a team and, like, get good playing time and end up developing into, like, a stud player. That would just be cool to see. But. Yeah. It's weird how, like, um, like dominant uh, college basketball players aren't always, like... They can't end up, like, the second-round picks and stuff like that. I yeah. think that's so weird. And then, like, someone that averaged, like, 15 points a game in college is, like, the fifth overall pick or something. I mean, obviously, some of the most dominant ones, like Anthony Davis or uh, Trey Young or uh, stuff like that, they they go high. But, I don't know. I think it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's Like, Frank Kaminsky. for, like, scouting, like, NBA scouts that have to pick those guys out, props to them because I would never be able to do that. Yeah. Frank Kaminsky, uh, I mean, he was actually a high pick but he did not work out yeah, he was a dominant dude at wisconsin yeah mo wagner from michigan he was really good and hasn't panned out yet i guess he's still he's still trying how many how many uh draft picks do come from or well like with g league you know having a big part of like where players are going right out of high school how much like does that affect like where you want to go with your picks and stuff because you can fill a lot with a guy that you don't really know a lot. Like, nobody else is going to know a lot about. Yeah. I don't know. Team needs are weird. <laughs> Where you get them, who knows? True. <laughs> uh, you have anything else to add to uh, March Madness or just basketball as a whole? No. All right. Uh, we got a couple of bit of uh, NFL news, and then we'll get to uh, the defensive uh, free agency uh, pickups. Uh, NFL wise, seventeen game season approved. Uh, many of the many uh, for the league, but uh, how will it do with like? It's a lot of money for the league, but how will it do with like injuries and fatigue and stuff uh, throughout the season? Uh, do you see like possibly resting players? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, who I talked about this with somebody very recently because the Packers Week Seventeen game is the Chiefs. And unless we're playing for the number one seed, I hope to God that we sit everybody Mm -hmm. as a starter. Yeah. Because I don't want to deal with an injury on a late game that's unnecessary. But I feel like it's just going to add to, like, some teams that are going to be sitting not with a chance to get the number one seed, but definitely in the playoffs. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they only play players like the first half of both those games or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, pretty 
I, I don't want to say early, but like probably midway through the season, you probably know if you're a playoff yeah. contender or if you're shit. If you're shit, you're probably resting a lot more. If you're like, we're in the, we got a chance for the number one spot. Probably going for it, but also probably resting dudes too. At least uh, uh, giving like the backfield more um, separate workloads. Yeah. Um, but like with guys like trying to get into the playoffs, they does probably, it make does it make like the depth of a roster more important as like the season goes along? So that like maybe so. like midway like halfway point of the season, you are you know rotating players a lot more, making sure they're not you know, getting exhausted because, you know, with the way the bye weeks sit, that's could be a lot of games in a row. Are they adding a second bye week? I don't know. I haven't seen anything on that. I also wondered about the trade deadline if they pushed that back a week because... Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you have a fantasy league. What does that do for fantasy-wise? Uh, makes it even better because we get another week of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That'll be interesting to see because, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, because uh, with, like, the added week, we have no idea how, like, uh, week 17 16. and 18 are going to go. So do you still keep the playoffs, like, at, weeks, at week 16? That's what I'm saying. That's going to be tough. We'll probably have to take a vote. And hopefully they'll come out with more news on, like, what they'll be doing with bye weeks. If there's going to be two bye weeks, then I'll be – which I don't think there can be, can there? I feel like they, that'd be tough to swing with that many teams and they already have some weeks just packed full of yeah but if uh, COVID's still an issue by then maybe a second bye week would help too you don't think I mean they luckily we season. Luck, what? you don't think they want to get through a season and make sure that they aren't taking a week off and going that's true too I don't know I mean we were pretty fortunate to not have like anyone miss a game or stuff like all, all, everyone played yeah, 16 games even though games. some teams got fucking screwed by that Steelers, <laughs> all those poor guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, and let's talk a little bit uh, more fantasy wise. Uh, we haven't talked a lot of fantasy on the show for a while. Um, so with it, with another game added and a um, couple more backs coming into the league uh, with the draft and stuff, a lot of good ones too. Uh, do you think the running back workhorse? is almost dead. Like, obviously, you got, like, Christian Caffrey, Derrick Henry, stuff like that, but are we going to see more split backfields and stuff, especially with the added game? And does that make the running back position less valuable? I mean, obviously, the first couple picks, you want to get Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, but then after that, like, it's sketchy. Yeah, it's going to be one of those touchy things to where you're going to have to really watch. Alvin Kamara. Well, are they still having preseason? games uh i think with cutting this, it to like two yeah they're cutting it by two games okay so i'm gonna say i would say honestly i would watch the preseason if there's an immediate rotation in that first quarter when they have their starters you know going out and playing if they rotate anybody in the second week or anything i'm just gonna have to we have to watch it a lot closer i feel like and know for like draft time if your team that has like like for the titans if they go after another big bulky back probably gonna cut on oh what if they get Najee Harris that's terrifying (laughs) that would be terrifying I'd just say fuck it uh, with Tannehill fucking cut him and then just have them handing off to each other oh my god 
just do a, 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 like, or a train. A dual, a dual, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, a dual wildcat set where you can just snap it to either one of them. They just run like a read option every single time. Or do you think anyone could bring down, like, say you have uh, Najee Harris in the back and then he's just like holding, he puts the ball in his shirt and then just grabs onto Derrick Henry and they're both just chugging along? Is anyone bringing that down? No. I don't think so. I don't know a guy that's... That'd be ridiculous to see, though. I hope they do something (laughs) like that. I hope they hear this. (laughs) The more I talked, the more, like, ridiculous my thought came. I was tucking this shirt for me that I was like, why the hell would he tuck it in his shirt? You can get swatted. I wouldn't wouldn't even worry about tackling him. I'd just probably punch the ball out and then have it swing out of his jersey and then go after that, but... Yeah, that's I also wouldn't want to dive on that because I know he's going to be right behind me to dive on me and fuck that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, some cra- or some uh, trades that happened. Uh, 49ers trade up to the number three overall pick, uh, sends Miami to the 12th pick and two first-round picks. Then Miami comes back like maybe an hour later, says they're moving up to the sixth pick, uh, and they're trading their the 12th pick that they had and a first-rounder moving up to six with the Eagles. Uh, let's, let's go with the 49ers uh, take first. This is for a quarterback. Justin Fields. Yeah, you don't trade three first-round picks for really anything but a quarterback, right? And, I mean, they, with their problems that they've had, how nice would it be to just get a nice, fresh rookie? Yeah. And especially Justin Fields, who would be just perfect in that offense with all their scheming that they do to be able to throw in a read option with that. Yeah. Imagine, imagine having to try to defend a zone read option with a bubble RPO. That sounds insane. With Samuel or Ayuk on both sides. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's going to be really hard for Fields to adjust to, but at the same time, he's been running a very similar offense his entire career, I feel like. And he gets Kittle. Yeah, and he has Kittle, so he's got a great tight end there. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, it's kind of a perfect move for uh, uh, San Fran, too, because... They can get rid of Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy G's not getting a ton of money, but it is some money. It? Yeah, it's like twenty-five million. How uh, much is Tannehill getting this year? Are you getting twenty-nine, thirty, something in that range? Who's better? I'm gonna have to go Tannehill probably. Just over the past like two years' performances. Yeah. Because I mean, with that. Super Bowl run. You got to credit San Fran's defense for a lot of it, and then yeah. uh, the run game was crazy. And then, I mean, Ryan Tannehill run and passing game all looks yeah, better than Jimmy. Thought G's. he had wheels like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, third overall pick. Oh, I was saying, um, you get rid of Jimmy G's money, and you got a rookie QB contract. You're able to pay Nick Bosa, all uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk uh, once their contracts come up. I mean. Where's Fred Warner out on his contract? Oh, he's got to be coming out close, too. And he's going to be expensive. the bank. Probably biggest linebacker contract. I would I would hope so. Yeah, He's phenomenal. He is. Um, but, yeah, third overall pick. I mean, you're saying Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, hands down. You don't think he could go number two to the Jets? I, I, I kind of hope he doesn't. Even though I do really, I'm kind of hoping that the Jets turn their shit around with the new coaching change just to prove, like, oh, my God. Adam Gase was that bad. Yeah. 
Like if 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 then, you know, be crazy, Sala goes though. there and he makes Sam Darnold a decent quarterback, I, I would be hands down. I'm kind of rooting for him. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's why I hope he. I hope that they don't necessarily. I feel like there's other areas that they could work on. I feel like, you know, there's other positions that are crucial for them too. That it'd almost be better for them. Like we saw the Bengals draft a phenomenal quarterback, and then they didn't have anything to protect him, so yeah. it didn't work out for him. What pick is uh, the Bengals? Fifth? Fourth? Got to be fourth or fifth. It's one of those two. Are they getting the Oregon tackle, or do you think Jets That's what I was going to say. If I was, if I was the Jets, if they don't go for a quarterback. Get Becton and uh, Sewell. And just have the edges or the tackle position locked down. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, doctor. Yeah. Uh, uh, but all right. So then uh, Miami trades back to twelfth, and then they move back up to get into six. Um, I mean, if they trade out at number three, they're not looking at quarterbacks. Two is their guy. All right, they're looking at getting a Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Devonte Smith, something like that. And then who would you pick first? If you were if you were set on getting a receiver and you had mm. first choice. Jamar Chase. I would too. I would too. Dude's electric. I feel like I feel like Smith might honestly get hurt. Yeah. He's agile and shifty and fast, but he's long and skinny. Yeah. That dude's long. His arms are so goddamn long. I saw him <laughs> like I, a fucking spider. I think uh, him and Mac Jones had their pro day either today or yesterday, and he looked good. He's good. He's good. He floats when he runs. It's cool. Are you taking Smith or Waddle? Next wide receiver. Smith. Cool. Well, I think Waddle's really good, too. I just... You, you, I mean, small. really, you can't lose. He's real small, though. Yeah. I've never been big on small receivers for whatever reason. I don't know why. You hate Adam Thielen. He's not that small. I think he's still, like, six foot, isn't he? Smaller than you? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a pussy. But yes, number six to uh, the Dolphins. What do you think they're going for? Uh, besides, like wide receiver, could they go for Sewell? Are you thinking maybe they're going edge rusher? Um, they're time edge rusher. I was gonna say this is. I feel like this is one of the years where it's kind of weird not hearing some big time like Ohio State name mm-hmm. or Alabama edge even. Like there just seems to be a weird. This is a weird draft. Yeah, a lot of skill positions. Like QB like wide receiver yeah. talent. I don't know. I wouldn't. I would guess that they're probably going to go receiver. I hope that they go for you know somewhere on the line. Personally, yeah. Um, and then Eagles trading back to twelfth. They had the sixth pick. They could have picked Mac Jones or uh, Trey Lance or something. So this solidifies probably that Hurts is their guy. Correct? I don't think so. Oh, I think right. that they're comfortable. Knowing that teams in front of them aren't going to go for the guy that they want, which I'm assuming is probably going to be Trey Lance, to have that same kind of play style as Hurts, but in a different kind of frame. So I think it's kind of more like a double down on that position since they don't have. All right, so you are saying that they. I bet you that I wouldn't be surprised if they did one bit. I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurts had a couple good games, but. Everybody's had a couple good games, right? Not Nathan Peterman. <laughs> in college, apparently. Cause That's a callback from last episode. 
That's two episodes straight talking about shit about Nathan Peterman. We should just make a point to talk shit about Nathan Peterman, Adam Gase, and Bill O'Brien every episode. For real. <laughs> That's the show. That's the show. If you're uh, that big of a dumbass, you deserve to be made fun of every time. Yes. All right. You got any other uh, NFL news before we get to uh, defense free agency? Uh, expansion. With this, if we're going in 17 games, expand the league, bring a team to Iowa, baby. All right, that's all I want. <laughs> That'd be cool. At least Omaha. I don't even know if I'd cheer for him still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, that I would be every, your, like, I would every week except for the, the time they play the Packers. Yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, defensive free agency pickups. Obviously, not all the free agents, but we are doing the bigger names. Uh, we'll start with defensive line first. Uh, first one, I think he might have been the first defensive lineman to sign, J.J. Watt to Arizona, two-year, $28 million deal. Uh, when he agreed to the buyout with Houston, a lot of people thought he was going to go to a contender for less money. That'd be the Steelers. What? I thought he was going to go to the Steelers for sure. I thought maybe – well, I didn't think Bucks. They already have enough – Edge yeah. rushers, but, but who knows? They could have the fucking Chiefs, swung it, apparently. Chiefs, a uh, big need for uh, the Bills as an edge rusher. That that could have been an option. I know. He, I know they were talk. I think that they offered more money. More money, mm. if I remember. They, I think they were like, "We want you here," and they were willing to sell out. And then he's like, "Arizona weather, Buffalo." Weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think about JJ Watt? Uh, Going to be a great um, edge rushing team with Chandler Jones. I mean, I mean, it's a nice compliment to that defense because that defense is nice and young. I feel like having him, well, a lot of the areas are nice and young. I feel like having him is like kind of that role model to kind of teach and mentor while he's still like a stud. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't necessarily, if he was really wanting to get a ring, I don't think that was a place to go, but hopefully he proves me wrong i would be okay if the cardinals got a ring yeah hey that'd be kind of fun to see they added a lot of pieces uh this offseason so uh we'll talk more about it when um we do their team preview but i mean yeah they might be the leader for that division right now with seahawks uh and russell wilson all crazy um uh, rams are pretty good though and 49ers like oh shit we need a quarterback to compete with everyone what did they draft first who Cardinals. Uh, they got to be like 15th or 16th or something because they just barely missed the playoffs. What are they going for, though? Oh. Oh. So I know what I'd be going for. Probably a line. Yeah. Oh, line, or if there's literally nobody that they really want, you know, there's going to be a couple good receivers that they could probably snag up and have Larry and AJ. Oh, you got these old farts there that could probably hopefully teach them a thing or two quick. Yeah. In this year that they're going to be left in the league. Oh, can you imagine a rookie going to Arizona? And you got Hopkins, AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald to learn from. Like, Pick it. Who do you want to be your mentor? I'll take Hopkins. I think he can still run. Yeah. Uh, next one up, uh, Trey Hendrickson uh, to the Bengals, four year, $60 million deal. You're big on Hendrickson. Uh, I know you're a big fan of him, what he did with the Saints and stuff. Pretty big get for uh, the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, make he- up for. Who did they? Who did they do last year? Who did they try to get? Uh, Mike Daniels. Oh yeah. I don't even know if he played. I honestly didn't watch their defense a whole lot because they were such trash. They were hardly on the field. They were just letting them march down. But uh, yeah, I was a big fan of that move. Hopefully they can do something else with the draft and get some more defensive guys. I think they probably need to do that. You know, later in the rounds, obviously go for 
mm-hmm. the offensive line now because I feel like they've got good weapons everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Raiders made some moves on uh, the defensive line too. Uh, they paid uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, two years, twenty-six million. Great uh, young guy. He's been on the move a lot though. Yeah, I, I like the two-year contract for him too. That was smart. On, I feel like that was smart on both parties because it's, it's not like an outrageous amount of money, mm-hmm. but it's a good little where they have this first like eight weeks. I would say of the season of actual playing with the team to see if he's gonna fit do his job that they want. If not, they could trade him without really having too much of a uh, problem with paying Yeah, what they'd have to for a trade. Yeah, I enjoy that. Uh, they also got Solomon Thomas, the former number one or number three pick uh, from the 49ers. Uh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Holy crapola. And then they also got Quentin Jefferson D-tackle. So 49ers made some moves on defense. But so they'll have, they've done that in past for agencies, too, and their defense still hasn't been great. Will they still have Crosby starting? Yeah, I, I would assume so. So they're going to have Crosby, Ngakwe. Solomon Thomas, and well, I, I don't <laughs> they know. just remade a D-line. Well, it's pretty sweet, too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Carl Lawson to the Jets. Carlos Dunlap uh, back to Seattle. That's a big need for Seattle. Um, Larry Ogunjobi to uh, the Bengals as well, joining uh, Trey Hendrickson. I like uh, what? That's just a funny first name for that guy. Larry? <laughs> yeah. Well, my name's Larry. Oh, what's your last name? Ogunjobi. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Ogunjobi's another good addition uh, for Cincinnati. Uh, what do you think about Carlos Dunlap coming back to Seattle? They need him. Yeah. God knows they need him. They probably need to do something else, too. Need another edge rusher? Bring back uh, maybe uh, Clowney? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think the I don't think the Titans were very happy. Do you think... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, let me get to this one first, and then we can talk about it. Uh, Tack McKinley to uh, Cleveland. Uh, still a younger guy with a lot of potential and stuff, but never panned out at all. Uh, probably going to take the spot of uh, Olivier Vernon, who is uh, still on the free agent market. By the way, but why won't? Which I bet he goes back to the Giants. I could see that. Uh, why won't Clowney go to the Browns? I hear that like last off season uh, they offered him like a good chunk of money, and I hear this uh, this off season Browns are talking to him. He's still on the fucking off. Or he's still on the market. Was there like Clowney was on? Was South Carolina when he was in college, right? Yep. Well, he wouldn't have really had a problem playing against anybody that's on the Browns team, right? That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I hate that guy. I'm not going there. I don't know why, because that would be... you imagine him and Miles Garrett teaming up? Yeah, that's insane. And that defense, I mean, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams on the outside. They just got uh, uh, John Johnson, who's best AC on the market. Stud. He is. And then they got Grant Delpit, who missed his entire rookie year. He's, he's a come stud. And, he's, and he's huge. Kind of weird how big. I didn't realize that he was 6'3". Yeah. And then I, I assume, I mean, they're pretty set on offense, too. Uh, got some good offensive linemen, good weapons, good backfield, quarterback the of the future. best offensive line in the NFL. You think so? Name it a better one. Name a better one. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I'll, I'll think of it uh, when you start talking about a subject. Um, 
But yeah, the only uh, need which they're probably going to address in this draft is linebackers. Yeah, there's there's some pretty good linebackers, I feel like, in this draft class, too. Get Dylan Moses? Dylan Moses, who's the Penn State? Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, Parsons? Yeah. Michael Parsons. Is he a linebacker or a DN? He might honestly be a DN. Yeah. No. He's a linebacker. He might be an outside, though. Yeah. But either way. Dude's athletic as shit. Did you see his pro day? Mm-mm. I saw little bits of it. He had a freaky fast forty, and I think his ver- he had an insane vertical. Hmm. I'm not sure how necessary it is for him to have an insane vertical, but it was still cool. <laughs> now you're rooting for that guy. Yeah, I want to see him go to the Packers. Also, some moves: uh, Sheldon Rankins to the Jets. Uh, that's a good pickup. Uh, D tackle for the Saints, and then uh, Sue going back to the Bucks. They bring back another fucking guy. Retire, Sue. He wants another ring. They're bringing the band. They have all 22 starters first, coming back. From, first team ever to yeah. bring back all their starters after a Super Bowl win. That's insane. That's and that's in a fucking year where the cap went down. Yeah. Well, they finessed the shit out of it. Yeah. Tom Brady's, which is illegal. Tom Brady's like, oh, yeah, do a four-year extension. Make three of them voidable. He's like, I actually don't need the money. My wife makes way more than me anyway. And it's just from banging other dudes. <laughs> hey. Well, well what? Uh, but uh, still on the market, you got Clowney. Uh, Geno Atkins got released from the Bengals. Uh, Jarrell Casey, Justin Houston, Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, bigger names, also very old, too. But so how, many of those, how many of those guys do you think end up retiring? Uh, I bet Atkins got a year left in him. He he didn't play a lot last year, so uh, Jarrell Casey I could probably see I retiring. Bet, yeah. uh, Justin Houston probably, probably, and I think Kerrigan has a year in him. I bet Kerrigan got. I bet he could have two. Yeah, he, he he's good. I like him, but yeah. Okay, how much do you think a team would be willing to pay for Clowney? After seeing how he's produced diddly shit. The last couple of years, and he's yeah. taken a fortune. Yeah, um, I would say, um, and especially with how long he's been on the market, my max is like eight million to ten a year, or like for one year. I was just said you do multiple year. No, you give him a one year chance if he doesn't do his job. I feel like that's going to be the rest of his career. I would give, him, I would <laughs> give him, I would give him an eight million, but like an incentive based to get up. To I'm that. only giving him an incentive based contract, basically though. Maybe yeah. I'll give him a five. I'll be like, you get five million. You're gonna make an assload if you hit these incentives, though. Yeah. You will make fifteen million if you hit these incentives. Like you gotta have more than ten sacks. You gotta make the Pro Bowl. You gotta uh, three force fumbles. Yeah. Uh, two picks. I want you to uh, uh, force the fumble and then palm in the hand like you did in college. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of that play. That was sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got anything for defense line, or else we'll get the linebackers. Uh, just really quick again, um, with Frank Sala being Jets man now, seeing how many moves they're making, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that Solomon didn't go to the Jets. That oh. They weren't able to swing that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if I ever played for that guy, I would want to be around him all, all of the time. time. Yeah, yeah. He's... I would I would trash a contract just to go there for him. I've, I got I bet. Do you think Richard Sherman could end up going to the Jets? Oh, totally. Because I hear, well, I I think it's rumored that John uh, Gruden wants him. 
makes sense. But I don't know. I know uh, Richard Sherman was a big fan of Sala, so. At the Jags? Hmm? He, they want him at the Jags? No, no, John Gruden. Uh, oh. Raiders. Right. I don't think he's going to go there. Yeah. Doesn't seem like good. That thing. doesn't seem like his. Well, unless he can get mouthy again. Yeah. Which I hope he does. I love that, honestly. <laughs> I hated him, but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, let's get to linebackers then. Uh, Shaq Barrett returns to the Bucks. Four years, $68 million. Um, isn't it crazy that uh, just like two years ago, he was getting like released from the Broncos and now. Dude, well, I mean, what would you have done if, if you were the Broncos? We'll probably release him, but I, I just good for that guy. Yeah, getting paid, getting sacks. Maybe it gave him motivation to be like, yeah, I'm gonna ball out now. And good for the Bucks for taking a chance on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bud Dupree to the Titans, five year, eighty two and a half million dollar deal. Uh, good for the Titans. Uh, they were one of the worst in uh, pressures and sacks in the league. Uh, good for Bud Dupree. Uh, he tore his ACL and he still got a five year, eighty two million dollar deal. Work ethic, baby. Yeah, might as well. Um, I mean, what do you think about the Titans' pickup of Bud Dupree? I like it. I do. Like we said, though, that contract seems a little steep for what I would have done. Come, because, you know, an ACL injury can legitimately trash a career. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm praying to God that it doesn't for him because I honestly really like watching him, even though Steelers' defense was awfully annoying last year, especially playing him against fantasy. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope it works out because they've been they've been trying to get a good edge guy for a while now. Yeah, I feel Clowney like so. sucked. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this works out because that's gonna drastically improve their production all around because their whole thing is you know clock management, game control. Mm-hmm. Hard to do that when you're not on offense. True. So I think that helps them a lot. Uh, New England gets a pair of uh, outside linebackers, Matt Judon, to a four-year, four-year, fifty-four point and a half million dollar deal. I mean, that's yeah, good value. What? Four years? That's overpaid. You don't think Matt Judon's good? I don't think he's that good. <laughs> and then they also get uh, Kyle Van Noy back. Some big pickups. They, they're, they're doing just a, fucking blowing cash right now. <laughs> they're doing it on both sides. Bill Bill knows uh, cap's going to rise pretty damn quick, and he's like. Let's fucking go all out. Might as well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously need to do something. Uh-huh. Honestly, though, this could have helped them a ton, too, because having that many people sit down on defense mm-hmm. and then being able to pick this many guys up. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how the Pats look. I think they're going to look fine. Yeah. Win the division? No. Come in second? Mm-hmm. Over the Dolphins? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they sneak it. Fair but I, I do think that I think the Dolphins kind of have not like a relapse to the old Dolphins, but I think that they go through like a mid-season phase where they kind of fall off for a couple games, and it that's what would happen. Oh, okay. Out the gate hot, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then also Hassan Reddick, to Carol- uh, Hassan Reddick and uh, Denzel Perryman to Carolina. Uh, we got Christian Kirksey to the Texans, Anthony Walker Jr. to the Browns. Uh, you want to talk about any of those? Those are kind of like smaller names. Reddick. Son Reddick? Yeah. yeah. Good pickup for the Panthers. Yeah. And then that nice addition for that young kind of defensive line to have you know, a good linebacker ready to go. Yeah, I still I wanted to see. Uh, you got a backup on a young defensive line. 
I still wanted him to go to Arizona because I thought he was... Oh, yeah. But makes sense why they let him go, especially since Isaiah Simmons like, got more time at linebacker uh, as the season progressed. Yeah, God, you can put that guy anywhere. <sighs> so good. Uh, still on the market, though, we've got Melvin Ingram, Quan Alexander, Olivier Vernon, uh, Avery Williamson, Devondre Campbell, and a lot more, like a lot of uh, recognizable names. Uh, surprise, I heard Melvin Ingram was in talks with the Chiefs. <laughs> How the hell do they have money? I know. <laughs> they just paid uh, uh, Joe Thunia a bunch of money. They just got a new center. I don't know what they're doing at tackle. They pay, they fucking paid Kelsey Hill, Hill. Mahomes. Mahomes literally half a billion. Yeah, uh, Chris Jones. They're gonna have to get rid of Tyron Matthew or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's out? Who the fuck is their other cornerback? They've got Snead. Yeah. Or Snead a safety? Oh, uh, Snead's a cornerback. Yeah. He was a rookie last year. Breland. Yeah. That's the other one. I don't like Breland. I think he's a chump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, still a lot of linebackers. Uh, if they do sign, uh, we'll talk about it in the sports news spot. And then let's get to uh, secondary. Uh, first off, we're going to start with Adoree Jackson to the Giants. Three-year, $34 million deal. I thought that was very cheap for Adoree Jackson. Hell, yeah. Tremendous signing, too. They have been doing just amazing yeah uh not a lot of uh signings but really good pretty ones. impactful smart ones. signings and uh that'll uh pair him up with james bradbury who if i was way wrong about it. i think in the in the team previews last year i think i might have had him as a big bust oh i'm pretty sure i did that's fine. i eat my words now he did <laughs> fantastic uh william jackson the third uh going to washington after uh being with the Bengals three years $40.5 million deal. Uh, Shaq Griffin uh, to Jacksonville, three-year, $40 million deal. Uh, what do you think about those signings? They're Wait. good. They're good. <laughs> oh, right here. Sorry. He's looking at my paper, guys. William Jackson the third to yeah. Washington. Oh, shoot. Did I say football team? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to look at the paper. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's good for them. They need to. They needed to get more defensive. They 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 took their time. They built their D line. Now they're focusing on the other parts that they're missing. Yeah. Good signing. And I think they got. Didn't they uh, get not Kyle Fuller but Kendall Fuller? Everyone. Last off season. Yeah, because he was wasn't he on the Chiefs? Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, no. Well, speaking yeah. of the Fullers, uh, Kyle Fuller got released from the Broncos. Or, sorry, to the Bears, went to the Broncos, uh, also joined Ronald Darby as uh, two cornerback additions for the Broncos. What do you think about that? Got two, <laughs> two good uh, edge... What? What do you think about that, huh? <laughs> uh, two good edge rushers, Von Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb. Now they're uh, getting the secondary done. They re-signed Justin Simmons. I don't know if I have that on my sheet, oh, but God, it Justin happened. Justin Simmons is good. Yeah, very good. Oh, they had to pay him quite a bit, though. I think he had a really, really good contract. Was he the top safety paid now? Because I know uh, no. Buda Baker was last offseason. No, still... I think Jonathan. Hmm? Jonathan. Oh, yeah, that could be it, too. Uh, but I think he did have it before. Okay. I um, think. 
should have if he didn't. But yeah, two uh, good guys going to the Broncos. We got Mike Hilton uh, to the Bengals. Uh, another good defense pickup for Cincinnati. Uh, Jalen Mills to the Pats. We got another guy. Money Mills, baby. Money Mills. Got to make up for those those losses though. Who did? Who was it? Which one? Uh, we uh, lost uh, Patrick, Patrick Chung. Chung to retirement, and I think. Um, Either Jason Recordies or Jason or Devin's uh, on the free agent market still. Sad for them. Yeah. Have to be split up like that. Was Chung a stronger free safety? Do you know? He was strong. Yeah. They got Mills to fall in there. That's good. Well, what is Kyle Duggars? He's a strong safety. I don't know. I don't even remember him playing. I was going to say I honestly there. don't remember him at all. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> safety John Johnson to the Browns. That's a huge pickup. Safety was one of their weaknesses. Obviously, uh, Grant. We we talked about it a little bit, but having Grant Delpit hurt them last year, and now they get two very quality safeties. Um, big God, how young is that? That's so young. Yeah. I mean, it's getting older now. What, know, what, is, I, what is greedy? Greedy's on his. This is going to be his third year. Yeah. And then Denzel Ward's fourth. Yeah, he's he's going to need paid. Baker's going to need paid though. Nick Chubb's going to need paid. This is their run, baby. Yeah. It's now or never, and guess what? Stefanski's the man to do it. Dude, I'm excited what they're building. You know, I mean, if the fucking Bucks can bring back everybody, I don't see why the Browns can't finagle away around that anyway. Hell yes. Uh, A couple older names uh, on the move. Patrick Peterson to the Vikings on a one-year, $8 million deal. Uh, Patrick Peterson, obviously not what he used to be. Still, still a great corner. Very, so good. Uh, with a secondary that struggled last year, um, does this worry you as a Packers fan? No, really, not even a little bit. Why? <laughs> oh, that defense is so fucked up right now. It's going to take like three or four years for them to be able to build anything to what they had. But it's they a, had a fucking it's a nice start defense. Yeah, but what do you do after this year when when He's Kendricks? Is getting old as shit and about ready to retire. Anthony Barr probably going to get hurt by something again. Still got Daniel Hunter. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> He's a problem. Uh, but yeah, he, he gets to uh, uh, show. Well, the- and Harrison Smith's going to retire pretty soon. You think so? I mean, he probably has only like three, two or three years, but they're not going to be all quality. I don't think. Well, uh, they got a couple young cornerbacks. Uh, the Vikings do. Uh, they got that. Oh, TCU cornerback. I can't remember his name. Gladney. Yeah. Um, he was a higher uh, draft pick. Patrick Peterson. I was going to say, I feel like Pat is going to do a really good job helping them, you know, just learn the ins and outs a little bit more and understand, like, positioning is going to be the biggest thing because I feel like that was their biggest problem. The hell is that? Sorry, folks. That's a weird noise. Uh, also, <laughs> an older name. I totally lost track of what you were saying, so I'm moving on to the next name. Right. Uh, Xavier Rhodes uh, returns to the Colts. I think it's another one-year deal. Uh, he, he played great last year. Uh, it's really a value pick for the Colts. And quarterback is kind of one of their needs. Um, so good good both ways. I think he meshed well with that, with yeah. the schemes that they kind of run, too. Yeah. Because he's not, like, the fastest kind of corner, but... He's a glue kind of corner where you can cut with the guy. Yeah. You just have to have a pass off ready to go in his zone or something. Uh, Malcolm Butler to Arizona. Um, 
I read an article. Um, it was like talking about Arizona's needs, and they're like they needed another weapon. They got AJ Green, and they needed another uh, number one, or they needed a number one cornerback, and they got that with Malcolm Butler. I'm like, is he still number one cornerback anymore? What do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that he's, you know, going to be a quality guy to have there. Yeah. I think it's more, I don't even know if they necessarily need, like, a number one guy. They just need to have more consistency. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Desmond King to the Texans. I like that. I Unfortunately mean, for him, yeah. he has to go to the Texans, but. When I saw that, I was like, what, what are you doing, Desmond? Like, go somewhere else. I would have stayed with the fucking Titans. And I think he went there cheap, too. Uh, I mean, what would you rather have, Desmond King or Kevin King? I'd have Desmond King. Yeah. And I think Desmond King... Kevin King's burnt toast, bro. (laughs) Uh, Anthony Harris to uh, the Eagles. I I think that might be their only signing this offseason. Yeah, what the fuck are they doing? They need to make make a shitload of moves for the offense, too. Yeah. More line than anything, obviously. They need wide receivers. They need offensive linemen. uh, Defense. It's falling apart. Yeah, they used to have just well. I mean, honestly, their defense is still one of their strong suits, but I don't Compared know fucking how. Offense. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, but Anthony Harris, very good uh, safety. So yeah, it'll be good. Good for them. Uh, uh, safeties: Keanu Neal and uh, Demonte Kazi uh, go from Atlanta to Dallas together. Uh, two safeties. Uh, big need for Dallas, though. Um, the desperate need for Dallas. Uh, Keanu Neal, very good uh, safety. Kazi, I think, missed all of last year with a, a knee injury. Uh, but the year before that, I think he had like eight interceptions. Yeah. They had a a deadly backfield, I feel like. Or, yeah. Well, secondary, sorry. Yeah, I got I you. But, but, yeah, great for – or good for Dallas. Uh, great if you're a fan. Fill, yeah. up, fill in a need, and I think they got him. I was going to say, they got him for cheap, cheap, which is kind of what they need to do. They need to get players that are proven – that can fill the gaps for a couple of years until they can organize their team a little more. Because I feel like they've got a lot of talent, but it's kind of a mess right now with the positionings of where they have it at. Couldn't agree more. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner <laughs> to the Jets. <laughs> right on. LaMarcus Joyner to the Jets. And uh, guys like Casey Hayward still on the market, Richard Sherman, Steven Nelson, Josh Norman. And, I mean... A, a lot uh, more guys, uh, recognizable names, uh, still in the market for teams. Uh, we'll definitely be uh, talking about guys that sign uh, places in the secondary. Um, I'm excited to see where Casey Hayward goes. Where would you put him? Mm-hmm. Patriots. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't. Hmm. Where would you put him? Oh, damn it. I was supposed to be Jets. thinking of a better offensive line than Jets. Yeah, that's a good one, too. But um, Richard Sherman, I don't know where he's going to go. Steven Nelson's still a pretty good guy. Uh, Josh Norman, I'd like to see back on the Bills. I thought he was pretty good uh, opposite of Davis White. So, Although he got stiff-armed to hell. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is he back from hell yet? <laughs> God damn it, I can't think of an offensive line. <laughs> There's not a better offensive line. There has to be. You can name just even like one that's even close. There's an obvious one, and another co-host is a huge fan of them. Oh, yeah, uh, Colts. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that, that one might beat it. I don't think so. Maybe with uh, Costanzo gone. Browns are better now, but... They've got Wills. Mm-hmm. Jack Conklin. Joel Boat. Patinio. Yeah. Whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Treader. <laughs> Who the hell did they just sign? Didn't they just sign somebody else, too? I can't remember. God damn it. Very good offensive line, though. Yeah. Yeah. Better than anybody. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that'll do it for uh, the defensive pickups. Um, we'll talk about them when they come. Uh, to those still on the market. Um, I'm not, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, for next episode, I think... Let's see. Uh, this is going to come out in April. Um, draft doesn't come out till late April. What are we going to do for next episode? Are we going to make a mock draft? Are we going to present a mock draft? Are we going to do something else with it? I mean, honestly, I'd be. I really want to do. You know how we did the top tens mm-hmm. for each position. I kind of want to do a mock draft like that, to where we all go through who Compare we have as like our first overall pick, and then go through like that first round for like each team's what you want to see them like who you want to see them draft we might have to make that in two episodes oh yeah yeah it'll be a long one yeah. we'll go we'll go up to i guess halfway point but yeah <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> i was gonna say go up to like where the playoff teams ended but yeah that's gonna be i feel like that's gonna be a majority i mean honestly we could do like a top 10 like the first 10 picks and then the rest of them probably go a lot faster yeah Cause I mean, you're just like, oh, I think they have this need. I understand your pick, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it could be it could be the exact opposite because I feel like we're all gonna have generally the same kind of players in the top ten. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence first. Let's just say that's a need. Then the second one, that's where it gets iffy. Allegedly. You're saying Justin Fields should go there. No. Well, you're saying that he should go there, but you want him on the 49ers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see. We'll talk about it then. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, that'll do it for the show then. Uh, good episode, Jack. Yes, thank you. You did great. You did okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, you have anything to add before uh, we log off? Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, send in who you think has the best line and why you think they're better than the Browns. Oh, okay. I like that. Maybe I'll do a poll on Twitter. Yeah, do a Twitter poll, but then you have to make them reply as to why a certain position would be, like, why the conglomeration is better. Okay. God, I gotta, I'm going to have to look it up now, later. I don't really know the word you just said, but... What? Conglom- conglomerate. Yeah, what's that? Like, as a whole. Oh. Them as, a, like, an offensive line, as one unit. Mm. I gotcha, I gotcha. All right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Learn something new every day. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, give the five-star review. Um, yeah. Thanks for all the support. Uh, this is Jack and Jacob signing off. See you guys later.